out to Walker, Walker away to Tarp, and then it's gone on to Gagai, and Dane's gone through, Walker's there supporting, and he puts it over the line for a finals try. A couple of plays of the game, the Panthers are going to be first after this, it's been ugly, they've been far from their best, Cleary straight through. The way it's come, a long ball over the top, Katara, the trick finish. Hello and welcome to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Now, first off, just to get it off the bat, I want to say that I am really sorry that I haven't been posting much content over the past few days. It's been really hectic just finishing up with school, um, but there is a lot of news that has come out um, in the past few days, particularly today as well, a new Dolphin signing as well. We'll get into that a bit later. Um, I'm going to go through all the news and updates in the past few day, days, which is hectic. Um, heaps of news there, but again, I just want to say that I'm really sorry I haven't been posting over the past few days. And once the holidays comes around, there's going to be heaps of content. I'll probably do at least one or two a day. Um, and if I don't do one one day, there'll be a shitload of posts that come out and that will make up for it. So let's get started with this news and updates. Though so, Troy Dargan, if you don't remember Troy Dargan, he... Had a few games at halfback for South, and then we didn't really hear his name again. He filled in um, when Adam Reynolds... Oh, it wasn't Adam Reynolds, sorry. Adam Reynolds was... It was Adam Reynolds, sorry. Adam Reynolds was out during that origin period. Cody Walker was doing origin. Damien Cook was doing origin. I think that was either last year or the year before, but Troy Dargan filled in at... Uh, at halfback, Connor Tracy was at 5'8", uh, when he was still at South, and then I don't remember who was at dummy half. It might have even been Connor Tracy at dummy half. Maybe Cody Walker was there. I don't really remember, but all I know was that this guy was in a South uniform, and then we didn't really hear much of him again. I'm not sure if he went to another club after that, but it does say here that he has gone now to the Manly Seagulls on a train and trial contract. I think for Manly... Uh, this is a really interesting signing. I think it's actually a quite a good one as well. I think um, Manly do lack a bit of depth in terms of half, halves now, especially since Cade Cust has moved on uh, to the Super League, which I really thought it was a weird one. But good signing here, getting Troy Dargan. He can play, play both halfback and 5'8". Uh, I haven't really watched much of this guy in the juniors. I did get to watch him when he obviously played for South when Adam Reynolds was injured uh, and he played really well then so uh, I can't wait to see how this kid goes maybe if Dolly Cherry Evans uh, is injured which is pretty unlikely or, or Kieran Foran gets injured or something like that or it, even if he just comes off the bench I can't wait to see this guy rip and tear for the Manly Seagulls um, so Timothy Lafay, uh, Timito Lafay or Tim Lafay, Um he has gone off to the Salford Red Devils in the Super League on a one-year deal. He said in a quote, I'm looking forward to the new chapter in my in my career and can't wait to get to work as soon as I arrive. That's Tim Lafay speaking about uh, his obviously departure to the Salford Red Devils. I believe he was at the Bulldogs, um, obviously leaving St. George and then going to the Bulldogs and then he wasn't really used much. He, I think he played one or two games for the Bulldogs in 2021 and then didn't really play much after that. And I can't believe that because he's fantastic. We've seen him play for Samoa uh, and he was fantastic there as well. I just can't believe that this guy hasn't been playing more first grade football. He's a really talented guy and I think the Salford Red Devils are really gaining some experience too 
on that in in, in that centre position. So great signing there for Salford Red Devils. Um, the Dolphins are reportedly prepared to wait until 2024 to sign their marquee hooker Harry Grant. I think they should pounce on him straight away. I'd be throwing million dollars at this guy, maybe even 1.5. This guy is going to be the next generation hooker. I think that the uh, the Dolphins should pounce on this guy straight away for 2023. They haven't really got many marquee signings. They haven't really got many signings at that. So I think they really should spend a big amount on this guy because they do have a lot in the cap. I'm pretty sure they still have around about eight or nine mil, that are maybe even more than that, maybe even nine and a half, because I don't know, I think Felice Cafusi would have gone there cheap, I think that uh, the guy that we're going to talk about later, who I won't reveal until the very end, would have gone on cheap, because he would have been on cheap at the Parramatta Eels, that gives you sort of a bit of a clue who this guy is, you guys probably already know, um, but Harry Grant, I mean, I think I'd be throwing a lot at this guy just to get him in that Dolphins jersey for 2023, because as I said, he's that next great hooker uh, in the NRL. Wayne Bennett says he's not worried with the Dolphins' slow recruitment drive and is not being and is being patient, and this is what I said, guys, it's Wayne Bennett. You don't really have to stress about these Dolphins signings. I mean, it's going to happen. It's Eventually, he's going to get some really great talent. He's got obviously got Peter O'Sullivan over there helping with the recruitment. Um, so he's really got nothing to worry about. And it's Wayne Bennett. He's got a reputation in this competition. He's going to get the guys he wants. Eventually, he's going to get the guys he wants. And if he doesn't, he's going to get someone else equally as good. So I think that Wayne Bennett... Um, there is no need for anyone, including him, to be stressed at the moment. Um, he's playing the slow game, getting those really sort of focusing more on his forwards. I mean, they've got Felice Cafusi back row. The guy that we're going to mention later plays lock and hooker uh, and played in hooker, obviously. You know, I'm just going to say it. Ray Stone, they've got Ray Stone now, um, who um, played, obviously played for Parramatta in that... Um, uh, elimination final against Penrith, um, which they obviously lost. Um, some would argue due to a pass, but I think um, Penrith were just there at the end of the day, at the at the end of the fight. Um, and Penrith really did deserve that grand final. So I think Parramatta are going to really rip and tear in twenty twenty two and twenty twenty two. And as I said, guys, it's twenty twenty two next year, not twenty twenty three. Do not worry about the signings for the Dolphins. I think Wayne Bennett's got the right idea here, waiting it out. Just seeing who's off contract and stuff like that. Ben Hampton, Ben Hampton. if you don't know who Ben Hampton is, he's genuinely a half, but he's been played in the outside backs, which is a, what I, I really find that quite strange. He plays much better in the halves, in my opinion, but he has suffered a bad hamstring injury and is racing the clock to be fit for round one. I hope he's all good and well for round one. I don't know if he'll be starting, um, but yeah, as I said, I hope he's ready for round one. He is quite a talented young bloke, and um, I, it's a bit rich for me, seeing as I'm only uh, quite young myself, but uh, I hope Ben Hampton is good and well for round one. Tino Fasulamala Aoi has suffered an MCL injury and will be in a brace for the next two weeks. That's quite unfortunate for him. Hopefully, he gets back on track before round one. Gregor Alexander is reportedly set to host the NRL 360 show in 2022. Uh, I think that's great. Um, Gregor Alexander, he's really got a good mind for the game. 
uh, and he was a fantastic player back in the day. Um, so, look, I can't, it's really awesome for Greg Alexander that he gets to host NRL 360. I hope he goes quite well doing that. Cody Walker has returned to preseason training one month earlier than he was expected to. I think that um, Adam Reynolds did the exact same thing. It shows the standard that these two guys have. Adam Reynolds, he really does set a standard and an example for guys. And I think Cody Walker has sort of replicated that, setting a standard for the younger blokes at the South Sydney Rabbitohs when Adam Reynolds is doing that for people at the Brisbane Broncos as well. And that's why I think Adam Reynolds is going to be so good. He's going to set a standard at their club, bring in a new culture. Essentially, I don't not 100%, but he'll bring in some of his own um, ideas, concepts, and... and um, you know, culture into that club um, with him from the South Sydney Rabbitohs. And I think that is going to really work well for the Brisbane Broncos. I think the Brisbane Broncos are really going to benefit from having an older head in that halfback role. But going back to Cody Walker, excellent guy, excellent bloke. Uh, and I can't wait to see him rip and tear in 2022 as well. Nelson of Sofa Solomona is currently unable to train with the Melbourne Storm as he isn't vaccinated against COVID-19. This could collide, uh, This could force him out of the club. Now, I think that's a bit silly, uh, forcing someone out of a club because they are unvaccinated. Obviously, it is his choice if he gets vaccinated or not. By the 15th of December, it's really not going to matter who's vaccinated and who's not. Um... But look, it's one, it's two needles. I mean, it's not that hard. Um, I don't know if he's got personal reasons behind that, and that is his business. But I mean, it is two needles. Um, it's very quick. Um, there's only been small cases where people aren't really, you know, tolerant to the vaccine. But they're very, very small cases. There are only some cases when you're vaccinated and you still get COVID. Very small cases. So, I mean, it's two needles. Uh, if I was Nelson, I'd be getting it done. But obviously, I don't know uh, his side of the story or anything like that. So, I can't really make a comment on why he doesn't get it or sh- uh, should or should not get it because uh, I don't know his side of the story. But if I was in Nelson's shoes, you know, it's two needles, I'd get it done. Uh, and if it, if it really means that I won't be able to play in the NRL again, I'd definitely be getting those two needles ASAP. The Bulldogs are reportedly offering Junior Paulo a contract if they are able to move Luke Thompson and Nick Kotrick on. So this is quite an interesting one because obviously Nick Kotrick, uh, he is linked to go back to Canberra and Luke Thompson has also been linked to the West Tigers. So that is going to be a really interesting one. Saying they do move these two guys on, saying if Luke Thompson does end up going either to the Melbourne Storm, which he's been linked to, or the West Tigers, and if Nick Kotrick goes to either the West Tigers or back to Canberra, I think this would be an awesome signing just to put the cherry on top for the Bulldogs in terms of signings. They get that one marquee top forward, that origin forward. They're basically set. They are finals contenders. If they get Junior Paulo into that squad... They are making finals, not a doubt in the world. You add Reid Mahoney to that list. You add William Kickout to that list. I mean, that is a stacked roster. Mac Dufty, Josh Adokar, Davida Pangai Jr. I mean, how do you even get all these guys into your squad? That is crazy. I cannot wait to see how this one goes. I think Junior Puller would be a big signing for the Bulldogs. There is sort of a thing now where all the stars are semi-leaving Parramatta, the only ones they've really secured are Regan Campbell-Gillard and Clinton Gutherson at this point. 
but it is quite a stressful time at Parramatta. If I was Brad Arthur, I'd be trying to sign my marquee guys ASAP, uh, especially the ones that want to be there. I'd be, especially with this rumor coming out, if I was Brad Arthur, I'd be trying to sign Junior Paulo right now, right now, because if you don't, he could end up going to the Bulldogs, there's a big chance, um, and that would be really unfortunate for Parramatta, and I think that would really cross out or close the door to a premiership for them if they lose enough of their stars. With one we were just talking about here, Luke Thompson was reportedly offered to the Storm, but he but the club declined as they felt the Bulldogs were asking for too much money. Wow. He was offered to the Storm. I thought he was just linked to the Storm. He was offered to the Storm. That's big. I That is quite a big one. Did they want anyone in return? I reckon, to be honest, I think they might have wanted Brandon Smith in return. I think that's the go. If Luke Thompson has reportedly been offered to the storm i think they were trying to get brandon smith that's the only explanation that i could possibly get out of that and i mean brandon smith would be a really good signing for the bulldogs although i do like luke thompson and they're getting reed mahoney anyway so i wouldn't i know as as good as brandon smith is i wouldn't really be too stressed about this one I do like Luke Thompson. I reckon he's a really good quality forward slash lock forward, which is where I would play him. Um, I can't wait to see how the Bulldogs look in 2022. I can't wait to see how the Bulldogs look in 2023. They're going to be an absolute monster side, especially if they get Junior Paulo in there. I mean, Jesus, that is going to be a stacked team, and I can't wait to see how they go. Tim Sheens has asked the Tigers fans to be patient at it and admits it could take three years for the club to find premiership success again. And I think that's very realistic of Tim Sheens. Personally, I think that it's going to be a lot of recruitment, a lot of getting used to rosters, a lot of changes in different departments in order for the the Tigers to get that success again um, in, well, whether that's in three years or five years or whatever. Uh, it is going to be a long road to recovery for the for the West Tigers, um, but one they definitely do need. And I think Tim Sheens is definitely the guy to take them on that path. Clinton Gutherson says he's always wanted to remain with the Eels and admits the best teams get their players taken in regards to players they've lost. Um, it would be really unfortunate if they lost Gutho. They're on the midst of losing Junior Paulo. They only just re-signed Regan Hemel-Gillard a few weeks ago. I mean, they really need to sign their stars. Mitchell Moses, uh, Dylan Brown even I'd re-sign, if, whether that's cheap or whether that's a big money contract, whether they've got the money for that. You know, I'd start to let a few guys in reserve grade go, to be honest. If that means that I get my big stars to stay or more of the My Big Stars to stay, I would be letting a few young guys go. The Bulldogs did it, and look at their recruitment right now. Look at their recruitment right now. Nick Meaney's currently at the Storm, and they've got Josh Adokar and Matt Dufty. I mean, it's it wouldn't be a bad idea. It wouldn't be a bad idea for the Parramatta Eels if they just let a few guys in the reserve grade go just so they can re-sign those big stars. I mean, it would not be a bad idea at all. Mitchell Pearce has apologized to the Knights fans for leaving his contract a year early, but says he's at peace with his decision and as the timing feels correct. And I mean, that's him. That's fair enough. 
That is fair enough for Mitchell Pearce. Personally, I thought he had a lot to offer in the NRL, uh, but it is a great signing for the Super League. Did I think he was ready to go off the Super League? Not really. As I said, I think he had a lot more to do in the NRL. Um, For Catalans, though, great signing for the Knights. It is going to be a stress house to find someone to replace Mitchell Pearce because the impact he has on that side is just so... Um, clear to see uh, and I honestly I don't know if they're going to be doing it this year um, or whether that is in 2023 2024 etc um, but they do need to solve this crisis I wouldn't call it a crisis um, but they do need to solve this soon because they definitely do need a halfback to replace Mitchell Pierce, and those aren't easy to get now the NRL have reportedly met with Channel 9 today and finalized a broadcast deal believed to be worth $600 million over five years. Where do you get this kind of money, Andrew Abdo? Holy shit. That's a big deal. That is a big, big deal. That's bigger than a freaking Tom Trevojevich deal. That's bigger than a Kalen Ponga going to the Dolphins $1.5 million deal. That's big. That is big and I. And yeah, that's a lot of money. I mean, I wish I had 600 million. Probably wouldn't be doing this podcast if I had 600 million. Maybe I would. Maybe I'd have a big studio and a bigger fan base. But you know, we won't. We won't. Um, we won't go down that road. Um, I'm very happy where I am. But anyway, 600 million dollars, big deal, and great to see that Channel Nine has linked back with the NRL. RLPA boss Clint Newton. So that's Rugby League Players Association boss Clint Newton says the trade window has positives and negatives. His beliefs a current a current system works. And look, I think that is correct. I think that the current system is quite good. Um, I mean, it it just the trade system means that there's just well the draft system means that there is. A lot of issues with um, homesickness, family issues, all that stuff as well. Um, but like, I mean, the trade system sounds interesting. I'd do the trade system more so if the players want to get traded, not so much if the club wants to trade their players. Um, I think the players should definitely have a say if this trade system does go ahead, uh, but it will be very interesting to see. And I do actually think that the current system works quite well and there really isn't a need to change it. James Maloney knew, so he's obviously signed with that French um, French domestic league. Um, in his debut, he kicked the winning field goal for them, so it shows the type of player that James Maloney is. I wish he was still in the NRL. He's an awesome guy, awesome player, awesome personality. Um, honestly, I would have loved to have seen him um, remain in the NRL. James Maloney is just such an incredible player. Um Awesome 5'8", awesome halfback, awesome player. Um, James Maloney, he's, he's just one of the best. Ray Stone, 2023, agreed with the Dolphins. I think this is not a big, huge signing. I think it's a nice little one. Um, you're sort of building the team up. Getting the smaller guys in first. Uh, well, I wouldn't say the small guys. They're big blokes, but, you know, getting those under signings in first before just seeing I think it's actually quite a smart tactic you get all the cheap guys first and then you can see how much you can actually spend on those more expensive guys I think it's a 
nice little tactic, um, but I would start to get those marquee signings if I was uh, Wayne Bennett, but I mean, look, it's Wayne Bennett, and we'll just see what happens. I said this before, you don't really need to stress out, it is it is next 2022 next season, uh, in 2023 is where I, closer to 2023 is more so when I'd be worried about signings. And Wayne Bennett, he is just the king of getting things done. The king of getting shit done. So honestly, I would just wait and see with this one. It is going to be a long process. He's building a new club for God's sake. He's got to recruit staff plus players. It is a tough gig, uh, but I can't wait to see how this one goes. Uh, and I, I do like this signing, Ray Stone. I think he's a tough little player, great tackling technique, and uh, geez, he's a danger when he's in attack. And on the defensive end, he's an absolute punish. So great little signing there for the Dolphins. That is it for your news and updates. Thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League and all a rugby league experience. Recommend this podcast to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one.